The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the SEO manager for MediaWiz. How are you doing, John? I'm doing great, Ross. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. I forgot to ask you, are you headed out to um, PubCon South by any chance? No. no I'm sticking close until uh, SMX West, which is in March, 2nd to 4th. Okay. Just, uh, uh, just hoping to see you one of these shows one of these days. Yeah. West one would be nice. Are you going to that? Um, I'm going to try. I really, really am. But um, you said it's March, correct? March 2nd to 4th. Yeah, it's it's such a big one, you know, and it's got Steve Ballmer speaking. Yeah, I know. I want to see it. was a keynote. That'd be cool. I'm going to give it a shot. We'll see. Awesome. Just tell them Steve Ballmer. Just tell your, tell your, your, your <laughs> yeah. superiors. And I'll go, oh, yeah, you got to be there. Yeah, he requested me personally. He wants to talk to me. Yes, you gotta send me Hopefully a- they don't listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so today uh, we want to talk about uh, an often um, run into issue, which is uh, web designers and SEO. Um, you know, kudos to web designers—they got a lot on their plate these days. There is so much they got to keep on top of. Uh, back when I did web design, it was really a joke in comparison to now. There's so much. Uh, CSS styles are constantly changing. W3C compliance, uh, which many don't really worry about these days, but, you know, it, it is still there. Um, there's a lot to do. And, you know, what do you think, John? I think a web designer, in my opinion, shouldn't have to know SEO. In fact, I think it's dangerous to expect they do. Yeah, and and I, I also started out web design. You know, I think I built my first site in 96, I think it was, um, for an e-commerce site. And there was like two companies that even offered e-commerce services at the time online. And, and the difference between what we had to do back then versus what designers have to deal with today is just just immense and amazing. Um, I can't imagine that that to do what they do and do what we do and have any kind of ability to be good at either one. Because you know what I mean. It's like I can see a web design firm maybe having an SEO guy in the house to help you know training and, and reviewing sites they build. Um, but but web designers to, to have to try to do what they do plus do what we do, I would just it would drive me crazy. Yeah, and you know what, I, I think it's a good point you made there about a, a, an agency or someone that has an SEO in house. I think if you were if if I were a client looking at a company who said, look, we've got someone in house, we can handle that. You don't need to hire out. I would say, all right, does that person only do SEO? Yeah. Um, they say yes. Well, no. Do they only do SEO, or do they also do social media? Because if they're doing both, I'm sorry. You know, speaking from my perspective here, not as the client, but as just an SEO, there's no freaking way you can keep up on both 100%. It has gotten so intense. Yeah, and, and part of the problem designers are facing right now is that at some point in the past couple of years, 
web design firms, web design companies have started saying, hey, I do SEO too. And whether they did it or not, or whether they knew what they were doing or not, they were saying they were doing it and they were pitching it to clients. Now it's expected. There's a lot of people that go out looking for a design firm, and one of their criteria is that design firm has to know SEO. Yeah, so they're under a lot of pressure. They're under a ton of pressure to at least present themselves as knowing SEO. Um, again, and that's where the problem lies. And you know, you know, I, I say it again. I feel for them. Unfortunately, uh, I've been put into a lot of awkward positions lately because I'm getting designs sent to me, which are not optimized, or the client has come to me and said, look, I don't understand. My site was optimized. It was launched six months ago uh, or even two years ago sometimes, and, you know, they optimized it. They, they did it, and it's not working. I'm like, well, those tactics that were applied, you know, I'll do an audit for them, and I'll find out what's wrong, and so much of what was applied is way outdated because um, they're going by the old rule books. It's, it's the stuff that's easiest to find online. It's not the difficult, okay, what's good what's working on seo right now and that takes a lot of reading and these uh, frankly you just can't keep up on that kind of stuff yeah, and there's a whole nother level of this too ross there's a lot of a lot of firms building websites that are not design firms so i've mm-hmm. dealing with a number of, of companies that go to programming houses that that have you know you know in-house cms systems that manage e-commerce platforms and all this stuff, and that programming house, oh, yeah, we have a design team, too. We'll, we'll deal with your design as well. Um, no, don't worry about SEO. We've, we've built everything to be SEO-friendly. And then, thank goodness, client will say, well, we're going to have our SEOs look at it, and then next thing you know, um, I'm in a screaming match with a .NET programmer. So <laughs> <laughs> You would never scream. No. But I will tell you, and I've said this for many years, and if there's any programmers out there, I apologize ahead of time. Programmers are the bane of my existence. I'm sorry. <laughs> you shouldn't get any hate mail for that, I don't yeah. think. <laughs> I love you, but, but oh, listen once in a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we all have our things, that's for sure. Um, one of the, the recent ones, um, uh, recent issues, and one of the ones I've got written down here was I was dealing with a company, a very good design company. Oh my God, I'm very impressed with what they did. Their their content management system and everything is is amazing. Now I would normally say their name, but of course now I've got to uh, put something out here that they wouldn't like. So essentially, the deal is um, they did exactly what we were just talking about. They optimized the site and they did a half decent job. You know, the the, the URLs looked good, titles weren't bad. The layout, the navigation was stupendous. It was really well done, very search engine friendly. In fact, I gave it a, which is pretty hard to get, a seven, seven and a half out of ten of on optimization before I even got into it. So that's pretty good. That's good. Unfortunately, there's some major issues, um, and they were using the no follow tag on particular pages to, or no index, no follow um, on. Okay, this is a little weird, and which is what really confused me, quite frankly, when I first dealt with it. There are secure pages within the site. Say there are uh, particular pages like um, uh, order information, or uh, now these are general pages. You don't have to go through a shopping cart. There's no clicks that would, you know, cut out a search engine. This is these are actually accessible pages, and they had some good content on them. They were blocking those because they figured that they would rather have the non-HTTP, the non-secure version indexed because they figured they'd both get indexed, so we should block the one that's secure. 
Now, all the links on the site go to the secure page. There's really no link going to the non-secure. I mean, it, this isn't making sense, right? And <laughs> don't. I was for, forced to explain that you always want to open up something unless it's, well, it's, frankly, if it's something you don't want people to see, it shouldn't be available visibly without logging in anyway. Right. What do you yeah, want? For secure pages, you'd want to log in. But I've heard across this many times, HTTPS pages being indexed in the search engines from a site. And I treat this exactly the same way I treat www versus non-www. You pick one, you go with it, and you block the other one. So I've, I've seen instances where, like, what will happen is someone will have a, uh, they'll use, this, this, this is really from a designer standpoint, what causes this is whether you're using relative URLs for your internal links or full URLs for your internal links. If you're using relative URLs, and the, and, and the difference here is that, for those of you who are not designers and do HTML coding all the time, if in your link on your site it says HTTP www.domain.com slash page, and that's what it links to as the URL, that's that's a full URL. Relative URLs is when it goes dot dot backslash page name dot ASP or whatever it is. That's a that's a relative URL. It's linking to a page based on where it's at relative to the current page. If you're using relative pages and someone drills through and gets to a secure page, and somewhere on that page there's a link back to the home page or back to another page and, and it's a relative URL, it now goes back to the HTTPS version of that page. So now you've got the HTTPS version of the, the whole site's going to be indexed HTTPS now, and then the standard site. So you've got two versions of your site being indexed. And I've seen it happen where, just like with www versus non-www, one day a page that's the right page will be indexed, and the next page it drops out because the HTTPS version was indexed, and it didn't have any link juice or anything to it, so it drops out of the rankings. So to me, it is an issue. Um, however, from what you're saying, Ross, if there's no other links, if they're using um, full URLs instead of relative URLs, um, I agree with you completely. Pick one and go with it. And you know, if you're using it, you know, HTTPS pages, use that. If you're not, use the non-secure. But yeah, I mean, if you're going to choose it, choose the one that you would naturally want people to go to. I mean, these things had forms on them, and they didn't want their information to be, you know, compromised. Well. Right. Right. Keep it HTTPS, and they didn't think that HTTPS was indexed, and it is. Anyone who doesn't know that, it's it's important to know. They are indexed just fine. So, I, uh, literally, less than an hour ago, I was looking at a site that's a prospect, and it's it's a pretty big name, and they had the first two listings for their brand was you know the the, the home page and then the uh, a deep site. The third listing for their brand was an HTTPS page on their same domain. So they actually had the first three listings for the same domain for their brand because one of them was HTTPS. Perfect. There you go. Okay, well, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to move on to another question uh, or another issue that uh, we've, I, at least I've faced recently with a web designer as well. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. 
Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you aren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the Ecom Experts. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcut, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So we were just talking about, uh, well, issues that, that come from, yeah, in this case, it was secure pages being indexed and whether or not they should be indexed. Yeah, there's some stuff that, that uh, unfortunately, web designers, just because they don't have all the information, um, make leaps and it can cause problems. So... Uh, you know, I guess what we're coming around to here is that the, the object of this <laughs> or the topic here is don't just rely on the web design company. I, well, I don't know about you, but I highly recommend they at least get it verified by an independent SEO who's doing it 100% of the time. So, so real quick question, Ross. What do you think about SEOs who offer design services? I like to stick to one thing. I don't know how they can do that well, too. I mean, how can you do that well? you got to do one thing and do it right. I agree completely. Um, there's, you know, if you're just like we talked about, if a design firm had an SEO on staff that did nothing but SEO, maybe if the SEO, you know, company is big enough to have their own design team, possibly. But I agree. I mean, if you're going to focus on something in this particular case where it's so, so detailed and so many different things to be aware of and so many changes happening on a regular basis as we find in SEO, um, you're not going to be. You, at the level you should be if you're trying to focus on too many different aspects of online web development. Yeah, and, and these days you have to be at the top of your game in everything you do for a client to succeed. And so I think it's actually irresponsible to try and do both. And and it's going to be a – there's a bit of a backlash there. You know, these companies that are saying they can do it all, it's going to look good to some people, but it's also going to look bad to others. So uh, the, I don't envy them. They're not in an easy position at all. But I do think that they've got a very sound argument that they say, no, we don't do SEO in-house. We, we work with a, a solid company that has this and provide um, their, their information that talks about, you know, just how good they are, their experience, perhaps they're being written, uh, perhaps that they're a, 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 a host on SEO 101. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it just... 
you know, show that they know what they're doing. And I, I, I think it would be very difficult for anyone to say that's bad. And, you know, they could handle it all. They can be the in-between so the client doesn't have to worry about it. But it doesn't mean that that SEO has to be in-house. Agreed. I definitely agree. So um, the next one, uh, <laughs> the next one is based on some old intel. And that is, and I've run into this multiple times, not quite recently actually, um, where web designers say that any duplicate content is the worst thing possible. Like they are just fanatical about it. So if there's any duplicate content, it must be blocked. Simple as that. <laughs> well, the fact is Google, basically Google's the game. I know I keep saying Google, but, you know, Bing, Yahoo, you know, they're there, they're, but Google's the one. They are much, much, much smarter with duplicate content. They don't worry about the odd thing being duplicated. You know, obviously you want to block stuff that's 100% duplicate. You know, if there's a PDF version of the page, if there's a print version of the page, yeah, sure, block those. You know, put that in your robust.txt. Make sure that that is an area that the search engines don't index. If they do, it's not the end of the world, though. Um, the page that gets the links is the one you want. Um, the, the one that's going to do well. And you can also use rel canonical links. Uh, you know, canonical, um, rel equals canonical uh, meta tags on each of the pages. If, if you left all of it open, and, I, and this is another thing I guess you can do now, John, is you could, you could set up rel canonicals on all, just about every page in oh, your yeah. site. I do that and, and all the PDFs are, sorry, the print version, you could rel canonical back to the, um, the one that was the original. Can you do rel canonical on PDFs? The files themselves. That's it. You know what? I doubt it, but I don't know if it can. I guess it's possible. Is, I'm not is, very PDF oriented. If you actually own the software, can you add your own metadata? I guess into the header of a PDF. Yes. So I'm, now, I'm whether or not that can be done, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I've I've had the pro version for years, and I have still been taking all the tutorials. There's so much you can learn about that stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> When it comes to duplicate content for me, and this is, you know, if you're dealing with a design firm or even an SEO or SEO firm, the easiest way to tell if they have any clue of what they're talking about when it comes to duplicate content is listen for one word. If they call it a duplicate penalty, run away. <laughs> just, just turn around and say, nice talking to you, bye-bye, because <laughs> such thing as a duplicate penalty. Um, it might seem that way because it, some pages get filtered, but... Um, if they call it a penalty, still means they're not up to speed on what the issues really are with duplicate content. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I disagree slightly, just be, and, and not not based on what you said. You're you're right about what you said, but there is a duplicate content penalty, and that is if your whole site duplicated. But it's but it's not a penalty per se. It's still a filter. True, but I mean, what is a penalty? It is a filter. It always is. No, yeah, there's real there's real penalties. You get yeah, penalties. but I mean, if your site is 100% duplicated from another site, it's let's say a scraped site, that's going to get a penalty. Yeah, a scraped site's going to get a penalty. That kind of okay, you're correct there, but that's <laughs> I'm being literal. <laughs> yeah, you are. but that, that's 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 because um, I, hmm, that's a good point. I have to think about uh, some kind of response to that one of these days. <laughs> I'll tell you over a cigar. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, now you you added one here too. Uh, yeah, if, if we're talking about this, you know, and I've dealt, with, and I'm sure you have as well, Ross. Um, how do you deal with a firm? Because so you've got a client. You, your client has a design firm they work with. 
Um, they may have a couple different types of third-party people they work with, and you brought into the mix to help kind of, um, let's make sure our sites can do well in search. As an SEO, you're probably going to have to deal with design firms. You're probably going to have to deal with programmers that are not working for the client or not your client. Um, what's the best way to do that? Um, That's a good question. Uh, and, and you know what? It's such a good question. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to get back and talk about it. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Are you tired of standing around while everyone gets rich? Want to be an affiliate marketer that makes six figures online every month? Then let me introduce you to MediaBuyersCoach.com. MediaBuyersCoach.com, recently launched by Carl Fiorentino and Will Hamrell, will give you the tools and the knowledge that will make you money. They've been training affiliates for over five years now and are experts in their field. If you haven't been approved by a CPA network, then get approved through our own CPA network. If you're new to affiliate marketing or want to expand into other areas, let Carl and Will at MediaBuyersCoach.com give you the tools to begin and the knowledge to succeed. Sign up and start making money today at MediaBuyersCoach.com. That's MediaBuyersCoach.com. Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. Since I signed up with RevenueWire, conversions have increased dramatically. RevenueWire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, Pareto Logic, and Avonquest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher, thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. It's time to start jamming and spamming again with the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, SEO rock stars, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Kirkcutt, SEO manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Now, John just led with a wicked question, which I cheesily cut off to break. Um, <laughs> so I, I, the gist of it was... What is the best way to work with a design firm as an SEO? Is that see it? That's in a nutshell, yep. All right. So yeah. it, I think you and I may be in a little bit of an advantage, Ross, because we both have a design background. Um, 
and it really d helps to be able to to empathize with the design people and you know you feel their pain you know what they're going through you know uh, if you've ever if you've never dealt with scope creep on a project from a design perspective you know <laughs> you know that that just drives them crazy so and fortunately when we get into SEO in a design project, most of the things that we recommend fall into the scope creep category um, because it's not something they had planned on doing because they didn't know they were supposed to. So they end up having to do more work and they usually have a set fee, so they don't want to do the work because they're not getting paid for the extra fee. So it becomes an issue, not just from, you know, they don't want to do it because they, they want to do it their way. They don't want to do it because they're not getting paid to do it anymore because it wasn't fit. It wasn't built into the original proposals. Um, do you run across that, Ross? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I actually created a service that I don't have my website yet because, frankly, I'm already busy enough doing it. Um, it is, and that is, I the SEO really is a good person for an overview. I mean, maybe I'm stressing that, but I like being the guy who's the overview. I can, you know, really we're, we're involved in so much of the marketing, and the marketing's got to be planned before a site's even designed, really, to make sure that the site can fulfill the promises of the marketing. So. In my in my my ideal world, the way to work with an SEO and a design company is the design company just does the blueprint that's been created by the client and the web marketer. The blueprint is this page is about this, 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 and it shows the structure. Um, it even outlines the keywords so that they can create the right file names. It, they're like the architects, um, or, or not the architects, I guess the builders, the architect is a mixture of the client and the web marketer and perhaps anyone else if we're going a higher level that you know they may be bringing in like the usability analyst that kind of stuff once this is all put down on paper they hand it to the designer the designer does it this is what they do best they do the programming they're tickle pink um, and all the scope creep is managed by in this case myself I actually am in between keeping the client in line as well as the, the SEO or sorry, the, 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 SEO, the designer to the make SEO sure that there, <laughs> <laughs> a little slip there to, to keep uh, first of all to translate um, you know like you said we've got this advantage of having done both I sympathize to no end on scope creep it's the worst thing known to, known to any designer and having a person who doesn't have any interest in the designer's success, sort of, or, or at least how much money they're making, that you just want to make sure they do a good job is a good thing. Um, I'm not hiring anyone that actually works for my company. I don't. There's no favoritism whatsoever, unless they've done a really good job for all my other clients. You know, if they've got a good track record, there's obviously some favoritism there, but that's it. You know, independents have someone there who can run everything, who doesn't have a, a fiduciary interest in the third parties. And what they do, other than the fact that they should do a good job. So that's the best way to go. So I think that's that's a that's a win-win situation across the board, Ross. I agree. But in most cases, I don't think you know an SEO is going to have that luxury. They're going to be the one dealing with the client. They're going to be the one dealing with the design firm, and they're also going to be responsible for their own work. Um, and if 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 we could get that kind of situation with a third party, that would that would be killer. Just like a project manager, pulling a project manager for the whole thing, that would be great. It's the way things are going. Yeah. It really is. It, it has to be because uh, too many, 
99 probably percent of at least small businesses and probably even 100 percent of them actually but 99 percent because i'm doing it for you now (laughs) um, take their website to a designer or take their website concept to the designer and it goes to the designer before he even touches a web marketer you can't do that there's too much these days to plan before a a site can even be designed Um, even if they don't choose the project manager route they very least have to plan the site beforehand it's like any kind of business plan you have to turn plan it all beforehand and you can't know everything you need to bring in an expert or experts to help you make sure that your site is going to be everything you need it to be yeah. you know do you need social media do you need uh, uh what what are your goals going to be on the site so we can make sure the site structure matches that um uh, what kind of branding have you got ready to go you know let's get a branding company to do that you know make sure that everything isn't all the ducks in a row so that they don't launch go to a designer have a site launched that's doesn't meet their needs. Um, If you've been an SEO for more than 10 minutes, even today, you're going to get a a request for a quote. They're going to say, hey, I just finished building my site and you have it for me now. Uh, And that's cringe every time. I've told this story before. I don't know if I've told it on the show or not. Um, I was working for a major agency a few years ago and uh, we had a client come in. They had just finished building their website. They wanted they wanted SEO reviews. They wanted to now we want to get it ready for the search engines. I'm like okay, after I after I bit my tongue for a minute, I said, all right, let's do this. So uh, went through, you know, dug into their site, found tons and tons of issues. Um, got on a conference call with the CEO, the CFO, the 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 main. They did it all in house, by the way. They they hired IT people. The I, the, the director of IT was on the call. So on the call with everybody. The first thing I said is, okay, this is great. We've got probably 30 or 40 items we can work on here to to make this site much, much better for the search engines. I said, but I'm going to tell you right up front, we can do every one of these items, but if you don't start your site from scratch tomorrow, none of them are going to matter. You've got to start all over again. Their architecture was so bad. I, I literally, that the homepage redirected to a page that had over 700 characters in the URL. Oh, my. Wow. And they used a form of redirection that I had never seen before. They used a redirection using a form field. What? I know. I wasn't even sure how it worked, but that's what did it. And I couldn't replicate it today if I tried. It was the most (laughs) ridiculous thing I'd ever seen. And, of course, the the director gets gets on the phone and says, well, he starts basically trying to cover his ass. They'd spent, like, $200,000 on this site. And it's if you don't start from scratch, you're never going to be in any search engine, period. And Ugh. that's the kind of thing you got to avoid. You need to, 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 you know, back to the programmers being the bane of existence thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was from the last show, by the way. <laughs> um, but, you know, you've got to be, you got to have at least a base understanding of what's going to happen before you build your site. And if you go ahead and, go and then go to your SEO, you could have literally wasted all your time and money. Yeah, and, and I had a chat with someone recently, and they said, you know, when I said you know, that you need to plan this stuff before you go, you need someone to, to walk you through what needs to be done because you simply can't know it all. You've got your own thing. You're a woodworker. You know what you do. You're the best at it. Stick to what you do. We'll help you with this. And, he, you know, there was a certain layout and cost. And the client was, I'm paying for a hand holder? He was just, he was flummoxed at the whole idea. I'm like, look, 
first of all, that's, I think, negative way of putting it. It's not a handle verse. Someone needs to, you need an expert to help you understand what your site's going to need and then make sure that it's built out properly before it even goes to a design. You're going to save money. I mean, look at that example. You just set 200 grand. I mean, even if it was 10 grand, even if it was 50, it, that's all redone again. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And never mind that, that's jobs. <laughs> Someone's going to get fired for that. Yeah. Um, but but I want to go back to our original question. How do we as SEOs deal with a design firm? Um, and, and the way I the way I try to do it is I try to be advocates for both the client and the design firm at the same time. So I'm going to go into the design firm and say, we've got to do this, we've got to do this, because it's going to make a really big impact on how successful this site is going to be for our client. If the design firm says, well, look, this is outside the scope of what I'm doing, it's going to cost me money. If they haven't promised SEO in the deal, then I'll actually go back to the client and say, look, we've recommended a lot of stuff to these guys, and it's, it's, it's going to cost them a lot of time and resources to get this done. You might want to talk to them about you know renegotiating your deal a little bit because you know they aren't design they aren't SEOs. You brought me into SEO the site. There's work to do, and it's it's not something that they would have done normally. That's just a plain design firm. So you got to make sure that we compensate them. Um, try to try to try to be a, a mediator moderator at that point. Yeah, it's it's a joy of our job that one. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I, I I'm there almost every day doing that, and you know what? It's right. You're right. You've got to be the person that just handles everything and makes it easy. So, uh, yeah, definitely on, on line with you on that one. Uh, you know, sometimes the design companies just won't be. Um, unfortunately, sometimes they're just not going to help. Uh, you know, they may be wanting to move right on, and that's just. That's an unfortunate position, and, and, and it does happen. The clients really get left holding the bag. And, and uh, you know, plan, plan, plan. Please, everyone, plan. You're just going to save yourself a ton of money, and, frankly, your site will be ready to rock right when it launches, which is a lot to be said instead of coming to a designer or a web marketer, mar- web marketer and just saying, look, I need this done. Uh, okay, well, now we're going to take a few months to get that done. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense. Anyways, we are running over time here. Uh, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, SEO Manager for MediaWiz. Thanks for joining us today. Um, our Twitter ideas, uh, IDs are, mine's at Ross Dunn. John's? At John Carcutt. Okay. And 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, every Monday is our show. Look forward to speaking with you next week. Cheers. Thanks for listening.